Thanks for listening to the show. Join us online at playvolutionhq.com and learn how to support the show at explorationsearlylearning.com slash support. Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Hey, welcome back to Renegade Rules. Jeff Johnson here with Heather Shoemaker. How are you doing, Heather? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm confused and befuddled. Well, that's a great state of mind to be I mean, in because that usually means some learning is taking place or about to take place. It's it's pretty much the way I spend most of my time, but we're we're living in a strange new world and I'm trying to figure out how to navigate it. Um it's and it's been going on for what, a year now, two years with uh, I'm I'm talking about the Me Too movement and let let's get the I mean Harvey, I think we've mentioned Harvey a couple couple times and and just yesterday as we're recording this Bill Cosby got sentenced and 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 uh, lock these guys away. Men don't need to be running around being predators. On the other hand, I I see in the media stories where people are assumed guilty of things just because somebody made an accusation and it is kind of terrifying as as a guy who tries to live his life as a decent person and it has me worried about how young boys are going to navigate their teenage years and lives when your life can literally be ruined with an unfounded accusation. Um, so I don't, I don't know how that ties into with the general topic of our podcast, but what are your thoughts? Wow, you've got a lot on your mind. Um, I, I think that I mean, in some ways it's not, a, it's not a strange new world because this has all been going on for millennia. Um, it's just getting talked about more publicly now, which is the only difference, I think. Well, I think the other difference um, is it's a lot easier to destroy somebody with social media. And, and I mean, you, I, I, think, I think the, the hammer that, that people can use against each other is, is a lot bigger and farther reaching than it used to be back in 1810. Well, they didn't have Facebook in 1810, but they did have ways of defaming each other. I mean, we've had all kinds of laws about libel and defamation yeah, of character yeah. because people did go around slamming each other's character, whether yeah. it was founded or not. Yeah, that's true. I think what's interesting here is let's keep this to um, raising kids. Okay. Um, one of the big things about, you know, I'm raising two boys, and you think, okay, how do you raise um, good, decent kids in the world, and how do you get kids as they get older to listen and stop and respect people? And um, I think the basic, basic focus that we have in early childhood on conflict mediation and getting, which at the heart of it is two kids having some disagreement about something, mm -hmm. and tempers are high, feelings are big, and the adults role in helping these kids figure out how to deal with a conflict. And one of the basic things is having the two kids talk to each other, the one who's feeling like, you know, I didn't like it when you pulled my shirt or whatever the issue is, 
have them say exactly what they didn't like, tell the other person to stop pulling my shirt or stop splashing water or stop taking my blue truck, whatever the thing is, Mm -hmm. and having the other kid hear that limit and be able to react so that they're talking to each other, they're learning how to set limits, and they're learning how to follow limits that someone else sets on them. This is basic, basic stuff, and it's important safety information for boys, girls, anybody as they grow up to learn that they don't have to take something they don't like, that they can set limits, and that on the other side of things, they need to listen to limits that other people set. Um, this this is, I think, fundamental to the whole uh, Me Too questions that mm-hmm. you're bringing up. Uh, agreed. Uh, I, oh, man, I'm going to, I don't want to get... Um. Now, there's another, there's another side of this, too, which you mentioned about, um, you know, people saying he did this or she did that or something. This comes up all the time with three-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> with seven-year-olds. He said this. Well, she called me names. Well, he's mean, you know. Or he <laughs> Just all the accusations that get flying. And we don't need to really worry when we're coming into the kids about, well, exactly what happened because we weren't in the room or we didn't hear or we didn't see. But what we need to do is help them figure out what's at the root of it. Because usually if so- if somebody says, she was being mean uh-huh. or he pushed me, there's usually something going on that preceded it. And so we can say, gosh, it sounds like you didn't like it when, when she pushed you. What happened or what did what did she do that you didn't like? And you end up finding out what was at the bottom of all these big feelings and having the kids be able to express their feelings and set limits again. But this this kind of, um, if you want to call it tattling behavior, uh-huh. or just uh, kids coming to you with lots of wild accusations, which um, kids will do, and sometimes they'll overinflate what happened. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, they'll tell you exactly what happened. Um, but just knowing that there's there's a lot of feelings under there, and it's time to sort it out. Yeah, and that sorting it out can be a difficult thing to do for us as adults because we're carrying around our own baggage and biases, and that can influence the way we deal with those situations. Uh, it, it's happening It's happening in the adult world right now, and it, it happens with kids all the time. I mean, I think there's a grow. and tell me if I'm wrong here, but there seems to be a growing body of, of research that indicates that that the kids who, who are, are labeled as the biggest behavior problems in early learning programs are predominantly male, and of that subset, um, non-Caucasian. And the reality is those groups probably aren't causing any more problems than the other, that there's probably classroom bias going on that's, that's, that's having those kids punished or, 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 or however, however it's happening, taking the blame for, for right. some of those and situations. And in a lot of cases, when you mention um, boys and so on, that, that there's just some needs that those kids are bringing that aren't being met, whether it's the need for movement or maybe there's some kids who don't have a family at home that is teaching them how to deal with their feelings. So when they have normal, big feelings like any other kid, but they don't have any tools with how to cope with it, um, then they might be considered a, a troublemaker in the class, even though their feeling is just as legitimate as someone else's, but maybe they don't have any models 
or tools of how to have how to cope with it themselves. So if anything, we need to help um, guide that because that's the most important early learning that we can give. It's a great gift. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, so being but willing... bias can creep in. Yes, yeah. absolutely, and where we're coming from. And so being willing, willing, not only willing, but able to step back and kind of acknowledge your, your own biases. And I mean, if you're the kid in preschool who is always having their shovel taken away, there's that kind of bias towards defending the underdog. And I mean, it, it just, it just happens. And, and I, I don't think it's intentional, but it just, it, 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 it does happen. And it just, it, it just kind of makes a mess of things when we're trying to uh, to keep things on an on an even keel and and uh, and kind of make those decisions and have those interactions be kind of uh, equitable, huh? Yeah, we need to. It, it's it's not an easy task what we're doing yeah. to raise a whole generation of humanity. It's not an easy task, and so um, but it's an important task. And I think one of the things. Um, you know, in the news, mostly it's it's grown men either um, talking about the Me Too movement, either um, assaulting women in some way or boys or something like that. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's a woman who's in the news doing the same thing. Yeah. But I think particularly when we're raising our young kids, um, boys as well as girls, one of the most important things we can do to help um, them in their present and future lives is to help them um, – learn to stand up for themselves and set limits and learn to listen and stop when someone else sets a limit on them. Those are just ones that will take them all the way to the end of their lives. If they can master those two things, they've done better than the majority of adults. Yeah. So that's, that's a huge skill. And I think when we feel like, oh, gosh, I'm busy, I'm tired, I don't need more um, messy conflict going on in uh-huh. my house or in my classroom, just remember, this is the most important work you may ever be doing. Yeah. So I, I got to ask, your your boys are getting older. Is this something that you are thinking about or worrying about or preparing for? Or, I mean, is you, you, is something you've been plan- talking to them about since they were two and a half years old? Or what? How, how is two Heather? Two and a half is a little late, don't yeah. you think? <laughs> how, 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 you no, as I a think, parent, I how mean, are it, you? It's, yeah, it's not something that suddenly... Um, gets talked about in one fell swoop. To me, it's daily practice. Uh It's a daily way of um, behaving towards other people. It's a daily way of parenting. It's a daily way of of raising them. Um, Sometimes we'll get into big discussions, but basically this type of living, setting limits and respecting the other's limits and saying no when you don't like something and listening to someone else's no, that is part of the fiber of, of our household. And so that's something that hopefully they've grown up with their whole way um, that will serve them well in the years ahead. Uh, yeah. It's not something you can do overnight or in one no. crash course. Yeah, I, I you guess... can raise some consciousness about it that way, but you, you, you need to uh, keep doing it in yeah. daily practice. And, and, I, and I totally agree. I guess my, my worry and concern is, I don't know, at those middle school and high school ages, kind of, their brains kind of melt and all those hormones and all the, I mean, it, 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 does all the stuff you've done before that melting happen, does that, does that last through the brain melting and rebuilding itself middle school and teenage years? You hope. I, <laughs> I mean. Um, yes, I, I think that um, 
you know, sometimes you need different approaches when they're these ages, but it's it's something that you um, it it. <laughs> It's like when you're teaching them when they're two that they have to hold your hand before crossing a busy street. Uh-huh. It's just an absolute, and there's no negotiation about it. This is the way things are. Some things, and this is one of them, raising a boy that will respect other people uh-huh. and stop when they say stop, that is like holding your hand going across a busy street. It's an absolute. It's just the way things are, and it has to be hammered into their heads. I can't can't disagree with that, and I mean it's it's still scary though, right? Well, life no. has risks. Okay. So no matter how well you parent or how how you know well you're you're working with your kids in your classroom, you can't predict what will happen in the future. But the best you can do is to give them your best and to arm them with the skills and the practice that they need to um, thrive and to help people around them thrive. Because that's really what being a human is is to be a good human around other, other good humans. Around help, other humans. Yeah. <laughs> you know, help others around you and not not um, knock down and, and, and um, make people around you hurt and get smaller. To try to live the best you can yourself and to help people around you do that also. Yeah. And sometimes we live up to that. And yeah, yeah, and 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 sometimes it gets really challenging when you're trying to be around, be a good human around other humans that aren't good humans, uh, which does happen. Or but, people who are really struggling at that moment. Well, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are two completely different things. Um, anything else we want to throw in on this topic before we wrap it up? You made me feel better. Well, really just to say that topics like this that seem like they're so adult and maybe they have nothing to do with the business of raising young kids, they usually have everything to do with it, and it's things that impact us throughout all our lives. So it is important to think about and bring up when we are um, parenting and teaching kids. You know what we did? We just talked about, like, we just talked, like, for just about 15 minutes about sex without even saying sex. Um so that's well, now kind of, you've blown it. Yeah. Well, the episode's <laughs> over. Hey, <laughs> listeners, I'll be, we'll be back with another episode where where Heather gives me some micro dose of therapy and helps me figure out the world. Uh, soon, this has been Renegade Rules. Thanks for tuning in. Go over and see if Heather's new website is done yet. Check it out. And while you're there, read a blog, buy a book. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. And. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.